fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. Just real quick today, because at noon today, I will be at the Hillsdale County Fair from 12 to 1230. I'm at the Hillsdale County Republican Party's booth. So if you all would like to come out and say hi, I'll be there for 30 minutes to mingle with all of you. And then it's back on the road to hammer down harder with each and every passing moment on this beautiful cosmic journey that we call life. All right. So what I want to bring to your attention today, because I've always said that I'd give you up to date, accurate and truthful information. And that's why it's so important that we get a candidate who can hold Governor Whitmer accountable. We do not need somebody that's just going to go up there on the debate stage and talk policy and how they're going to fix the damn roads and how they're going to do this and how they're going to do that when they're governor. We truly need somebody to really call out her decision making and the catastrophic consequences of what has happened to all of us and what continues to happen to all of us, including our children. And I have been fighting this governor ever since April 9th of 2020. And so I have been on target with the narrative ever since the beginning. And like I told all of you right now um, or before that I would continue to call out everything that she has done in the silence. You have to remember, she's very smart. She is being very quiet right now. She's just like staying in the shadows. She's not saying anything about COVID. She's not saying anything about what's going on. And so it's very interesting to watch her just stay silent when she was so vocal about this in the very beginning. And so I want to point out some scientific things and some scientific data. And this came out with uh, Michigan News Source, best science murky, but inconsistent state responses to real COVID data seems clear. All right. Governor Gretchen Whitmer and officials in her administration have asserted that their responses to the COVID-19 pandemic were informed by the best science. Remember, she always used to say that she was following the science and the data, that she was following the so-called experts, which she never cited any of the experts. Do you all remember me calling that out ever since the beginning? So that's what she always said, science and data, science and data, science and data. No, Governor, you are following political science and polling data. And this right here, what I have in front of me, proves it. And that is why we need somebody like me on stage to call her out and hold her accountable for everything that she has done to all of you and to your children. And to question why she put COVID-infected people into nursing homes. Remember, like the corporate media, they just quit talking about it, So they hope it quietly gets swept underneath the rug, don't they? I'm not letting it go because the families that were affected deserve to know the truth. And if that indeed, in fact, happened, then those responsibles should be held accountable for those families alone. And you all deserve to know the truth. We all do. From here on out, transparency and the truth. And give us the true science and data so we can empower we the people to make the best decisions for what's good and for our family. I said it time and time again. So let's talk about the article. But it's not always clear how their actions have been informed by the best data. In the controversial emergency order issued by the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services on October 5th, 2020, remember, this came out right after the Michigan Supreme Court ruled in favor of the legislature that said that every executive order that she did ever since the end of April was deemed unconstitutional. And who enforced those lockdowns as the police chief? And who was on record bragging about it on their Facebook page on how many citations that they issued on how they're hammering down for people being outside on the street, how they hammer down on businesses, right? That's the stuff that's a hard no for me, folks. 
And you don't get the get out of jail free card to say, well, I was just following orders because I was appointed to the mayor. No, you do not. As a police officer, you take an oath to the Constitution of these United States. So you do not get to get out of jail free card, because if you would have stood up from the beginning and actually led from the front, this guy would not be running. So then Director Robert Gordon offered that nearly 1,000 new cases have been reported per day. Remember that? That's a narrative, and that's what gave the health department the endless state of emergency that we're dealing with right now. And that's why the Unlock 2 Michigan campaign is a step in the right direction, okay? Was the reason for the statewide mask mandate and a ban on gatherings. He did this three days after the Supreme Court had invalidated the governor's authority to issue very similar order under the 1945 anti-riot law. That was nearly a year ago. As of September 26, and I want to say this a little loud for the people in the back that obviously are still brainwashed with what's going on or their egos are so big that they don't want to admit that they were wrong. That was nearly a year ago. As of September 26, 2021, the latest data shows Michigan's newly reported COVID cases have exceeded the thousand per day rate since August 4, 2021. Exceeded. It's worse than it was a year ago. There was 3,544 new cases reported on September 24th, according to worldometersinfo.com or worldometers.info. Here were the statistics when the State Department issued its first statewide emergency order on October 5th, 2020. So these are the stats of last year at this time, okay? Seven-day average test positivity rate, 3.5%. And just to remind everybody, all of this data is in the description of this video. Okay, so it's all there. What I'm reading right now is in the description. So the seven-day average test positivity rate is 3.5%. Now, today, seven-day average test positivity rate is 9.3%. So it's extremely higher. Seven-day average cases per million, 111 a year ago. Today, seven-day average cases per million, 247, double. Seven-day average daily deaths. Seven-day average daily deaths a year ago, 14. The seven-day average daily deaths today, 26. Everything is almost doubled than what it was last year. Do you see the clown show now? Do you see that why I've been so vocal for a year and a half? Because I've been actually following the true science and data and predicting all of this. It is a mess. So that tells you right now that the number one, the health department, has no leg to stand on right now. They have no leg, which means the local health departments have no legs to stand on, which means the school boards quit following the local health departments. Start doing what's right for these kids. End these mandates now. Quit masking up our children. Quit masking up our babies. You have no power to do so. You never did. It was an illusion. People, stand up. The data right now just shows you how corrupt this system is. The data right now shows you how these career politicians, career politicians, and this includes the rhinos, they're not representing all of you because I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting for so-called people throwing their hat in the ring right now to come on and start talking about this stuff because they have been sitting on the sidelines this entire time. Crickets. Now we got all these people that want to throw their hat in the ring, fine. But where have you been? 
It's like they're jumping on the bandwagon now, right? Finally, we, the people's team, is starting to win. We're starting to have momentum. And so now they're on board and they're starting to cheer and say, yeah, lockdowns are bad. Where were you a year and a half ago when this all started? Because when I'm talking to you right now, I've been with you every second, every moment of this fight. And I will continue to be with you in this fight. So it is amazing that they're getting away with this. But I will get on here and I will expose them all and I will expose her on stage. So there's a lot of people out there who are very now very vocal, which is fine. Welcome to the fight. But don't for an instant think that we're just going to jump on board with you when you haven't been in the fight ever since the beginning. I am getting censored, obviously, big time. And this is where I'm going to do a call to action with all of you. I need your help. Holy cow, I just got this message on my Telegram group. Uh, Dr. Garrett Soldano, Michigan needs an adjustment if you want to go join that group. And that's where there is no censorship. You can post wherever the heck you want as long as it's clean, right? Um, but this person, this is amazing. But it's sobering the fact that this is what happens when they bring down the hammer and ban you off social media. Dr. Garrett Soldano, let me tell you a story about, oh, like I, that was my post about the red flag, which is garbage. Let me, sorry, I'm going to go off on a tangent now. The red flag laws, folks, look, and all these Republicans voted for it. No, look, the red flag laws are very dangerous. I've had personable experience with it when somebody called the FBI on me and said I was a radical right extremist, right, that I was going to do something violent. The FBI came and investigated me. According to the red flag laws, the FBI could have came in and confiscated all my guns, which I don't own any more, more guns. They're all They're all gone. Right. But they could have came in and confiscated all of my weapons because I was a threat to society. And then I wouldn't have due process. We have that 14th Amendment. Right. And so you are guilty until proven innocent right now. And that's not right. You should have your day in court. But then it goes along the lines of who's going to be the judge. So a lot of these judges, they're not basing their decisions off what's right and what's according to the Constitution. They're basing their decisions off their own political beliefs, which is wrong. Right. So the red flag laws, hey, look, they might look good on paper, but they're very, very dangerous, especially for somebody who's went through this. And if you look at NBC, what they just did um, several weeks ago with the top three terror suspects right before 9-11 was number one was anybody that was against covid lockdowns. Number two, anybody that thought the election was stolen. And number three were 9-11 terrorists. All of you were considered terror suspects. So according to these red flag laws. They could come in and try to confiscate your guns. It's insane. That is going to allow police officers who I care very deeply back about, they're going to put their lives in danger when they try to enforce this garbage. It's, it's a, it is a recipe of disaster. It's a powder keg, powder keg, excuse me, getting ready to explode. And these legislatures are holding the match, which is unbelievable. That's why all these rhinos got to go and start standing up for all of us. So let me get to the message. I'm sorry. Sorry for the tangent. I love my Second Amendment. Sir, does anybody other than myself and my chiropractor know you're even running? Question mark, question mark, question mark, question mark. I had no idea myself until last week at my chiropractic appointment. Thank you, chiropractors, for talking about me to your patients. Heck, I had never even heard of you before. And I dare to say most of Michigan doesn't know you either. Exactly. Holy cow, can you imagine if I wasn't censored? And our messaging and our narrative got out and people are starting to get the truth. What would happen? Right. This would ripple effect everywhere. It would cause that ripple effect everywhere. 
So even with all of our censorship, we're slowly, slowly getting out. But man, oh man, you can tell that our messaging is not getting out. That's why fundraising is so critical. And people are like, oh my gosh, he's on the fundraising train again. I'm going to be on the fundraising train from here on out, folks, because we have another month until our next quarter announcement. And we, the people are going to make another statement, but we can't quit donating to this thing, this machine, because we need to fundraise so we can get on TV. That's where the media stuff, we got to get the media going because we have all this great content. We have all this truth. We have all this great footage of thousands of patriots showing up at our rallies. Now we have momentum, but it means nothing when Facebook and YouTube and everybody else and Instagram just hammer me down and censor me. So we need your financial contributions right now. We truly do. So in the link in the description, hey, look, or in the description, there's a link to click on. Please just donate 10 bucks. $20, whatever you can, take your deposit bottles back. This We the People's Run for Governor, We the People's Campaign is fueled by you. It's fueled by you. We have no special interest donating to our campaign. It's all grassroots, baby. So we need to continue to raise money. So I need all of your help. I need you to donate whatever you can right now, whatever you can. $10, $20. If you can donate more, awesome. But I need you to put some skin in the game with this or we're going to lose. That's just that's just the name of the game. This horrible, evil game called politics is we will lose unless we fundraise and we have to make another statement because the establishment's handpicked candidate. Right. Is getting to meet Trump this week. They're taking him there. The Michigan GOP is supposed to stay out of this. They're not. You know, so they're playing politics, which is fine. They can do that. But however, we can continue to make a statement with our fundraising and we have to stay relative because I need an opportunity to get on the stage with these people and debate them. And that's what's going to allow us to do this, okay? So I need your help. If you have bought into this movement, if you're engaged in this movement and you're like, hey, this is my guy, I need you to put some skin in the game, $10, $20, whatever you can to help us make another statement. And I'll be in fundraising mode for the next four weeks, folks. That's all I'm going to hammer down on because that's how important it is because I represent all of you, okay? So obviously there's a lot going on as always, but holy cow. The narrative of this governor in the health department, hot garbage, hot garbage. And lo and behold, I just look at the hospital capacity again this morning, 78% total capacity. When they locked us down, it was around 75% total capacity. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So the hospital capacity is worse now than it was when they brought down the hammer. And what do you think is going to happen when they fire 2,000 employees in just one hospital system alone that I've heard, Bronson? There's 2,000 employees in South Haven, Paw Paw, Battle Creek, and I think Kalamazoo, 2,000 employees that are on the chopping block because they do not want to get this medical procedure done. They're standing up and saying no. So they're going to fire 2,000. That's one hospital system. What do you think is going to happen to the hospital capacity now? Holy cow, it's going to be insane. And look, the cold and flu season's coming again, and the hospital capacities aren't going to have anybody to work. And then it's just going to be absolute disaster. And guess who they're going to blame? All of you who have decided not to do it. I guarantee you that's the narrative. And one more thing before I get off, the supply chain. I just talked to a buddy of mine who owns several companies throughout the United States. He's in logistics, meaning he transports freight, right, throughout the country. And all those freighters that you're seeing on the outskirts, those maps, have you guys seen those? Well, all those ships that are still, still waiting to come into port. They say they're going to be backed up for a year and a half. Our supply chain is absolute in trouble. Supply chain 
along with inflation right now, we have a recipe for disaster. You heard it here. It's coming. It's coming. We are going to now feel, which I've been predicting for a year and a half, the catastrophic consequences of these lockdowns. And we're going to start to feel it not only into our lives, our pocketbooks, everything. It's going to get a little dark in our economy because of this supply chain. It truly is. And they are going to be backed up for over a year, which means you are not going to get what you need and you're not going to be able to order what you need. It's coming. It's coming. That's why we need somebody with some foresight. We need somebody who's going to stand up for you. We need somebody who's going to call out this governor and we need somebody who's going to be transparent and give you up-to-date, accurate, truthful information. And that is why I am the man for the job. I believe that we can win. That is for sure. I believe that we will win. Have a great day. I'll see you all in Hillsdale County Republican booth at noon. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And God bless these United States. I'll talk to you all soon.